Hey everybody, welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Kate. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Man, it's been a long time since, it feels like it's been a long time since we've done one it's because of it has, it's been a month. Yeah, it has it's been a month. so long, I missed you guys. Yes. Not that I don't like talk to you every day anyway, but yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, it is what it is. You know. And a lot has happened. Uh-huh. That, that's an understatement. Yeah, I mean, seriously, we we do these things usually every two weeks, and in those two weeks, it seems like so much shit happens. It's been a fucking month. Well, I'm going to take responsibility for that one. Newborns are not really conducive to having a schedule. How uh, dare you have a family? Right? Not fair. All right, I'm just going to leave him now. To our fans. You hear it? You hear it, honey? I'm leaving. <laughs> she doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're going to start off with the news because oh boy, we want to hear it. There's there's so much uh, I'm going to go through and uh, you know, we'll stop at the parts that seem appropriate. The news. The news. <laughs> and this the okay, first story, this first story is going to we're going to kind of bat this one around. Jean so so police showed up at Stanley's house because two gunmen were outside saying he owed them money. Yo, fucking, I knew it. Stanley is a meth dealer. <laughs> He's, like, He's the inspiration sh- behind Heisenberg. Meth. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and I, I saw another story saying wow. that uh, the, the people around him were being investigated um, for elder abuse. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's been floating around for a while. Well, like, right. like it was like an official thing, though. It wasn't just like some rumor, like, like there were agencies involved. So... Like it, I again, we've said it before. This is tough to watch. Uh, like one of our uh, our comic book icons, uh, just taking this hard turn down the tubes. It's not fun. It's not fun, and I really feel bad for him. Um, so just hopping into some comic book news in general. Uh, Supergirl has been given a redesign ahead of a relaunched series, which I can only imagine is being spun out of uh, Man of Steel. Uh, the six-issue uh, comic book event that's introducing Brian Michael Bendis to the world of Superman, and he's making some status quo changes. Oh, I'm yeah. sure we will talk about that when it wraps. Status quo. Status quo. Um, uh, there will be a new Wolverine series coming featuring a reborn Logan. Uh, I actually read he's getting a new power with oh. his claws, so... Under certain circumstances, and I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work. When he pops his claws, they heat up. Like, so I don't, I don't understand the purpose behind it or how it will work. It's like a seat warmer in a car. They just kind of keep him warm. I suppose, but doesn't his body do that? Because they they can't. Just I don't be know cold his anatomy. Inside, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they can't just be cold inside his body. That's weird. Like I heard he has to really I, I heard he has to like keep his hands in between his thighs yep. though for like five minutes before. Yeah. They're like molten hot. It's yeah. fantastic. We gotta think they're they're metal. So, so the, I mean like the ball heat. Oh the metal it's for cutting through butter. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Perfect. He's gonna butter be ultimate cutter. ultimate toast machine. <laughs> he can do the bread he and slices, the butter. He slices fresh bread and it toasts as he's buttering exactly. it. Exactly. Fantastic. You're excellent. And then if you want to make it a little bit darker, a little bit crispier. <laughs> you just make it a little you, slower. You, you heat them again. You hold them over the toast. <laughs> That's true. I mean, over the bread at that point. Yeah. You make it toast. Fresh loaf. Like Panera. Like a nice Panera loaf. Mm. Mm. Excellent. Some, some marble rye. I'm down. 
No, Chris. we're not sponsored by Panera, but we can be if you want. I would love that. <laughs> I could I could go for a nice spinach artichoke souffle. Those things are fantastic. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, Marvel is canceling their Guardians of the Galaxy uh, comic book and introducing Asgardians of the Galaxy. Oh, not ASS. Not ASS. That'd be more entertaining. You know. <laughs> would you, though? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but that, that lineup is looking like Angela, Thor's sister, Valkyrie, Thunderstrike, Frog Thor, which is always fun, uh, <laughs> Scourge, and the Destroyer. The Destroyer is inter- interesting because someone has to pilot the Destroyer. So that's uh, I'm, I'm curious about where they're going to go with that. Hmm. Uh, a report came out saying that GameStop, of all places, will be selling and distributing comics soon. Really? You know what? Yeah. That makes absolute total sense. It does not surprise me, no. And they should have been doing that for years instead of fucking us in the ass with, you know... Everything? Everything. Trade-in trade-in values, selling them again. Not all their trade-in values are terrible. Mm. Yes, they... You can open a game and they give you $35 True, but I just traded in my PS4 for $160. How much did you pay for that PS4? It was four hundred. Yeah, time. That's... but I was expecting a lot less. Well, I mean, you could have sold it on just online for like two hundred, two hundred twenty-five. It was See, still that's... about half the cost of the Pro. Man, your yeah. classic example is Stockholm syndrome. You're like, that's oh, true. man, yeah. man, they gave me one sixty. That's great. <laughs> Compared to what the shit prices you've been getting your entire life there. <laughs> well, and I saw another interesting report saying that they will be purchased by Hot Topic. What they're they're considering a buyout by Hot Topic. That would the, make that would also make sense. Owner of Hot Topic. I mean, it does make sense, but it's also does what? it? That doesn't make that to, doesn't to make a degree. A... It makes sense. It does because if you go into Hot Topic, most of that shit, like the merch there, is like comic book and superheroes. Yeah, and then of just a bunch of goth stuff. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like that's that's an accommodation. It's a weird. Itself. It's a weird company. Then listen, if you if you want some Deadpool panties, you. Go to mm, Hot Topic. That's true. Oh, I know where I'm going when I'm done. Yeah, I already been there. Uh, <laughs> There's a mall right down the street. We can go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure they're lacy and frilly. I can't. I can't wait. Uh, finally, with comic books, uh, there is a new event coming from DC called Heroes in Crisis. It will feature the Trinity of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. It will also heavily focus on. Uh, Harley Quinn and Booster Gold Dude, at the center. Oh I saw, yeah, because they're apparently uh, murder suspects. So Booster Gold has been just—they've been trying to find a way to work him in. They shouldn't. Like, though. He showed up in, in, no, in really Batman. Shouldn't. He showed up in Superman. So I'm just like, ah, uh, I'm just—he's an awful character. Curious. I don't think he's awful. I just think that they never know what to do with him. Because like they make him just an ass, yeah. and then they try and redeem him, and it's just like uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, just, like, I don't think anybody's nailed it yet. Just keep him in the future, you know. Go. They have they have the technology to send him back to the future. He's not stuck here for any any exactly. reason. Just make him a future superhero. Marty, we don't... have to go back to the future. Just like just send him back, and then if there's a use for him, bring him back. Yeah. That's true. A sparing, you know, use of character. Yeah. Make, make him like Cable. Like, exactly. Like, interesting. Don't have to be as <laughs> weird as Cable can get sometimes, but 
you know, whatever. All right, moving on. Take this character, make him interesting. <laughs> wow, what an insult! Uh, actually, there's a uh, there's a Batman story I have to let you guys read with Booster Gold, and it's it gets kind of dark. Uh, I'm up for that. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's Batman, so of course. Uh, so moving on to the DC Cinematic Universe and TV. Do we have to? Yes. Okay, TV, fine. Uh, well, there's actually some pretty good stuff with, with the movie. When you leave with DC Cinem- Cinematic Universe, I get a little Look, worried. I'm just, that's just how I have it written on, on the <laughs> sheet here. Uh, yes, there's a sheet. We actually do prep work. It's, we do it prep to like make it. it sound like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so starting with Gotham, speaking of Batman, that's how, that's how you pivot, kids. Uh, the, the I can see that in like a '90s music video, like a really cheesy like like dance video, and that's how you pivot, kids. Oh, we have to make it now. <laughs> do we though? Yeah, we do. Uh, on my presence up. Uh, so Gotham has been renewed for one final season. It'll be ten episodes, and interestingly, interestingly, as Gotham has been wont to do. They are adapting the Zero Year storyline uh, that was written by Scott Snyder. Which, I like that. Which is interesting because they they took Court of Owls. Yeah. Um, wasn't great, but but Quarter. it will it will focus on Bruce's transformation from Bruce to Batman. Court of Owls is one of my favorite storylines of all time. It's awesome. I will say I did recently read um, Zero Year. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Zero Year was badass, and it focused. It was like Batman and Riddler, yes, mostly, and, I they, loved and they've been Riddler. really hyping up uh, Riddler in this last season. So we will see. I'm excited for that. Uh, so, oh god, this this one is is painful for me because I'm not gonna go see it because I fucking hate it. Uh, so, but the, you guys should. <laughs> you should because I want the benefit. Uh, the original Teen Titans show, the cartoon. Yeah. Could make a return if the Teen Titans Go movie does well. Wait, wait a minute. How does that work? So that that's directly from the voice actors. They've said that they've been told by Cartoon Network that if Teen Titans go to the movies, does well, that they will bring back the original show. Which was fantastic. I mean, yes, was but the where's one. the logic in that? If this new know. show does well, why are we bringing out the old show? So it's, so essentially it's saying, hey, here's this new thing that we came up with. We know it's not as good as the original. Yeah. But if you guys all get behind this really shitty version of this cartoon <laughs> and you go see the movie and we make millions because we've lost so much money on this really shitty project, we will give you what you want. Yeah, the logic it, it makes no sense. I don't even like it, but it's crap. I'm hoping people go see it because <laughs> I want that original show back. Because <laughs> that show was fantastic. Honest to God, I I mean, what for I mean, for a normal screening of that movie, I could pay ten dollars. Shit, man, I'd go. ID, I'd, man, I'm I'd, take... I'd go take a dump, buy a ticket, and never go see the movie. I, I say just buy the ticket, just don't go. Yeah. Yep. Oh God, I, I just can't do it. It's gross. Uh, but you know, I mean, e- even the original show had like elements of Teen Titans ago, like li- like just had moments where it was like just almost a little goofy. Oh yeah, but then no, it, it snapped did. back, and it was it was you know character driven, story driven, and, and fun it was to watch. Wonderful. But I've been meaning to rewatch the entire series recently. Yeah, it's it's a good idea. All right, moving on to Arrow. There, I have a few uh, few updates there. 
Uh, I think last time we talked about Arrow, we mentioned they're getting a new showrunner, which hopefully just because Greg Berlanti is a yeah, is a little bit of a uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So thank God for that. Every every time I see the name Greg Berlanti or hear it, I want to say it like um, Joe from Family Guy, and I and I can't I can't do it. Greg Berlanti. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> Peter. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Arrow, season seven, will see the classic goatee look. Yes. And Stephen Amell has teased a team up with Superman, which Ooh. is kind of cool because they really haven't used... I mean, I, I didn't hate the Supergirl version of Superman, so... Uh, I mean, I uh, I hate the costume, but I'm curious to see how that interaction goes. Uh, next season of Arrow will lean heavily on its comic book source material, okay. which m- excites me because I think it will tighten up the storytelling. Uh, sadly, Stephen Amell actually has back problems now, Ooh. so fight scenes may need to be adjusted, uh, which which sucks because the action on that oh. show can be spectacular. Man, does. That kind of makes sense because, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get into this later, but there weren't that many action sequences with Amel this past season. Yeah, like like almost every year he does a salmon ladder, and I don't think he did it in his last season. No, no. and so. and actually, I no, I like noticed that. <laughs> I want to yeah, see. I want to see some. some I want to see them <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> Uh, and finally, as far as Arrow's concerned, we could be getting Blue Beetle. Um, I did hear that, yeah. No Interestingly, way. these, these yeah. CW casts are getting huge. So, like, Which is a blessing and a curse. Yep. It is. And we'll get into that later, though. I, I, I'm going to just say this, and when we come back to it at a uh, point down the road, uh, we'll explore it a little more. It almost leads me to believe that they're considering doing like a Justice League like a mini TV Justice League like series Because almost. I did hear that they were going to at least kind of mention that like Gotham and Bruce Wayne and Batman existed. They did. They, they did in Arrow. They they mentioned Bruce Wayne this last season. Yeah. Full out. Yeah, he was like if I were a superhero and like a mayor, like who am I, Bruce Wayne? No, or, and or it wasn't or it wasn't even like a that. shot like that. It was just like you know it was something about richness and. But I think that. Or it wasn't a superhero. Just what being I rich. quickly saw though was like they were going to like dig a little bit more into that until like season seven. Like actually, they may even have like an episode set in Gotham or something like that. Like for whatever reason, they just don't want you to say Batman on TV. Yeah. Like it's so dumb because I'll, and I'll get to this later. It's super frustrating what this studio does. All right, so I'm going to move on. Uh, Krypton, which I still have yet to watch, has been renewed for a second season. Uh, I don't know why I haven't watched it. Sci-fi There's shows so much other stuff to tend, to, get to tend to draw me in. I'll probably do it eventually. Uh, Kiersey Clemens is still allegedly portraying the Iris West in the solo Flash movie, despite being cut from Justice League. And that movie may now not be Flashpoint. Like well, yeah, no, I did well, hear no, that. They're, yeah. they're not going to do that anymore. The, the, it, it can't happen. This studio is just—it's a mess. I mean, now they're having a whole sub studio. It's—it's a mess. Well, yeah. remember what I what I said before is they're—they're they're not going for connectivity anymore. It's all solo pieces. A little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, and again, I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so I want to hop down to the Flash TV show. Um, so next season's 
Flash villain will not be a speedster again, mm, which is which is awesome because I'm tired of I'm the fastest man alive, but, but not wait. really the fastest <laughs> man alive. It's not fun. Plus, uh, they're introducing uh, his daughter, Barry Barry and Iris's daughter. Spoiler: if, if you haven't watched it, sorry, it's up yeah. to you. I mean, it's been over for like a month now. Uh, and elongated man, those two got those two characters have been upgraded to season regulars. Yes. So we'll oh, see Dibney. them plenty more. I hope they uh, introduce what will become his wife, and possibly do a identity crisis storyline where she gets killed, and it's off. It's awful. Like it's 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 a tough read. <laughs> I hope they introduce this woman and kill her immediately. I don't want to kill her, but do a variation of the storyline. It'd be cool. Could be cool. Uh, and. Uh, Ken Lonsdale, who was Kid Flash, yes. is no longer a serious regular for the Flash or for Legends of Tomorrow, which is a shame. I really liked his character on the on the Flash, and like I haven't been. I, they, I I mean, he he was really out of it this last season, they which disappointed yeah, me. I mean, I I did like him, but I didn't really miss his absence in this last season. Yeah, yeah I mean, I gotcha. during the during one of the one of the episodes, he shows up and he's like. It's like, oh, I'm happy you guys were able to handle it. Without you never me. didn't even notice I was gone. And literally, yeah. I was like, no, I did not notice you were gone. <laughs> I did. I was like, why wouldn't you just talk to Wally? You, like, your strength right now is that you have multiple speedsters. Yeah. Why would you not lean into that? And they, they didn't, which is a shame. And and he was good on Legends. He was fun, so sucks. But I hope he comes back eventually. Um. Supergirl season four will be inspired by Red Sun. Ooh. Oh, no way. You don't know what that is. Oh, my uh, God. It's a story where Superman is a, a, like, he comes to Earth, uh, but he lands in Russia instead like, of Smallville. Like a few hours later. Yeah. So it, it, it completely shifts everything. And I just read that a few months ago. Oh, my God. I've been wanting to read it for years. It was amazing. One of my favorite stories of all time. That might be my favorite Superman story. And uh, the next Superboy may end up on the Titans show that will be on the DC streaming service, which we still don't have an actual date or price or any of that, you know, actual details that matter. The fine print. You yeah. Know. Um, uh, New Gods is in early development. So that's um, Darkseid and Orion and possibly Mr. Miracle, which, my God, when that series wraps, we we're talking about that shit. I want to read it. Uh, yeah, I really do. And then that's, we, that's one character I really want to get into. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, there's some Wonder Woman 2 uh, updates came out. 84, yo. So it will officially be called Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984. Yo, if they don't play um, Jump by Van Halen. Um, I'm, I can miss it. Because, you know, that album's literally called 1984. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, I, I could do without. Or Girl Gone Bad. Nice. That would be badass. Not a huge fan. Uh, oh, you. <laughs> eh, not my thing. Uh, so we got a picture of her new costume, which looks delightful. Insane. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it still looks good. A <laughs> little, little bit shinier. <laughs> More pronounced colors, I think. No, but did you notice that she has like um, a leg and an arm sleeve on opposite sides? That is cool. I actually like it because it, it was almost reminiscent of the armor that she wore towards the end of the New 52 run. Mm. A little bit. And I think that armor was badass, and I think she should wear it all the time. But she doesn't. I think they're I think they're taking the hint of the times and 
being like, what tactical advantage does this woman have with all of herself, like, exposed? But those, like, she's strong. She's a demigod. Like, she doesn't have oh, I to get that. worry about yeah. the, the typical things that we would have to worry about. Like, somebody hits her with a knife, she's going to be like, ha bitch, I'm going to snap you in half. Yeah. Like a twig. So if I, it's set in the eighties, I really just want to see her in like leg warmers. Oh and, god, like, the typical eighties. Oh god, can we get? Can <laughs> I mean, we get I want, I want that an, for a different reason. Club? Well, that's just you. I yeah, mean. I just find that nice. <laughs> like eighties garb in an eighties <laughs> nightclub. Just I, I would just pay good money to see that alone. Uh-huh. She does like to go out dancing. She does. Uh, and, and on that topic. The sexy Chris Pine will be back. Yes, I was about to say. Chris he is Pine, a good-looking guy. Chris Pine is coming back, and he will return as Steve Trevor, which is confusing as fuck because I'm pretty sure we watched that dick die. Yeah, he, he did. did. He did. He but died. I'm willing to accept him back. Because, <laughs> because 1984. Well, I mean, we never... But here's, here's the other thing. We because never, the 80s. <laughs> we never saw a body, right? So. And what's your number one rule? If there's no body, I don't believe the death. I can't. I just can't. So, uh, yeah. That's why Gawar is dead. Uh, the Penguin may be the villain for the Batman movie or the Birds of Prey movie. Hmm. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens. There. Man, I really just want them to make a, like, a, like a horror detective Batman movie. Yes. That would be great, especially if they do like a hush storyline. That would be perfect for that. Well, that's that's what I was saying like a few podcasts ago. If they just literally took the hush storyline, it has Riddler and Hush. That would be fucking that would be perfect. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So along those lines, Matt Reeves' Batman movie will reportedly focus on a younger Batman. So Ben Affleck is definitely out on yes. that one. Which is interesting how he went from writer, producer, actor to not even in the movie. Yeah. Not not even a mention of any of those things. Um, so the Green Lantern Corps movie will probably feature Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz rather than Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Hmm. Interesting choice because they're the m- most recent Lanterns. Yeah. Um, but you can you can almost grandfather the other two in as like an elder statesman role. Yeah. Which, which could could be interesting. I, I just I, don't know. I they, feel like they would be smart to go with John Stewart, though. Idris Elba, so baby. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be an excellent casting, because he doesn't have a damn thing to do now. He except did for s- Luther and every other like, action yeah. movie they did us. He did say that he wanted a bigger role in the MCU, but now that Heimdall is more or less done, yeah. then like... More or less, dude's dead. Well... <laughs> I don't trust Marvel at this point. Yeah, we, we can't trust anything until after Avengers 4. So uh, <clears throat> we've kind of already drifted into there, into the territory, but in the DC, DC fucks, up again! fucks up again! Oh, what they do now? Portion of the news. Uh, the, the head of DC uh, at Warner Brothers stepped down, yep. which is a good thing. Yes. Uh, they probably shouldn't have put that person there. They've been there for like nine years and... No. Uh, Jared Leto is now starring in and executive producing a Joker movie separate from the Martin Scorsese film that tells the origin story. Dude, I... Wait, isn't there also another Joaquin Phoenix one? Yes. Yeah, that's the Scorsese one. That's the Scorsese one? Okay. Dude, I I want both of these for completely different reasons. Like, the, the Leto one, most... A bunch of his movies are really, like, psychological. 
And I feel like he's going to be able to really twist us with his... Oh, nice work. Nice work. Yeah, thank you. I actually didn't do that on purpose, but yeah. <laughs> um, I really think he's going to be able to to sell us on this like really fucked up and demented person, um, especially with his executive producing, because he's going to be able to, to push things in certain directions where certain people might not think to go, but that's just him. And then the Scorsese one, I really want to see because I feel like it's just the the Joker. Like my perfect picture of the Joker is like this almost like fifties esque story, you know, of a guy who just got like really fucked up one day. And I think Scorsese will be able to really pull off that um, aesthetic, yeah, very well. Yeah, I think you're right. So. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to seem like more of a classic film, you know, than like a superhero movie. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I'm excited for that. I think I think Jared Leto was the most wasted casting for Suicide Squad because they didn't use him. Yeah. I mean, he said that they had like they had another, a lot of another footage movie, and they just yeah, ended up basically. It. Exactly. That was cut. That movie is a fucking mess. Ugh. All right, I'm going to move on. Yet they're still going on with the Suicide Squad 2. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they, they have don't. no clue. Uh, which we've said, I think, now on every podcast. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's going to it do... It warrants the, repeating. Yeah. Until they get it right. I, I mean... It's going gonna, it's gonna to do them good to do solo movies where they don't have to worry about connecting things. I suppose... I, I think, I, th- I think the hard part is that, uh, and I know we're kind of tangenting here, I think they're going to be compared to Marvel regardless. Oh, yeah. No, see, and, like, you want to see those characters together. It it, it doesn't matter because it, at, at this point, they've already messed up. Yeah. So they're, right. th- they're being compared to Marvel now because they're trying to do what Marvel is doing. If they do something that Marvel isn't doing, they can't compare them. I'm not sure I run with that logic, but <laughs> no, you can't because if, it's it's okay. If you if you make completely separate movies and you're going about how you're making these characters like end your movies this way, yeah. But why then, do you have two different Joker movies coming out probably within a two year span of each other with two different actors? I'm not at s- two different points. Like that's that's like two. I try and think of stuff like this, and, and again, I know we're rabbit holing. I try and think of stuff like this, like trying to explain it to my wife. Who does? Who's not as into comic books as I am? So if she, if we go see a Joker movie and then six months later go see another Joker movie, she's gonna be like, "Wait, what the fuck? I thought this was supposed to be Jared Leto, but it's Joaquin Phoenix. Why are we getting these two different stories?" And I feel like that could be a problem. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm I'm not saying that it's a a smart move to do like <laughs> those two things specifically. But I think that they're making the right move by not connecting anything now. At this point, you've already connected stuff, so they, it's weird. They tried and failed, and it's going to be weird. But I think if they get like two movies that are really good and they're just not connected, I think that if they keep going with it, then they're going to redeem themselves. Be like, okay, we can actually make good movies, and then maybe they'll start to play with the idea. You know, yeah. I mean, it it's all remains to be seen. And I'm it's not sure that's not know. to say that they can't um, make them in the same universe, but not try to connect their storylines. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
So they can still do that, and then maybe at some point, I try just worry again. about the common moviegoer because for, I don't for people that are <laughs> no because I want the movies to do well, and if the movies do well, they make more movies, right? So if the the movie like even if it's a good movie, like how many times have you watched Academy Awards and like like their best picture and you're like i don't even know what the fuck that is <laughs> like it yeah. happens to me all the time yeah and it could be a great movie but i'm not gonna watch it if it has no appeal to me so are you saying that because the movies aren't connected you wouldn't see it not necessarily but i, I would feel for the studio because they they're the ones who fucked it up i don't feel for them at all yeah it's true <laughs> hey you're right fuck them <laughs> fuck them get it right all right one last thing here uh, so Jeff Johns is leaving DC Comics, which is a little bit sad, but he's leaving to focus exclusively on writing and production uh, for Warner Brothers, and he's being replaced by Jim Lee, which is cool. That's he's another, right. He's another DC mainstay, and the thing that he will be writing and producing is Green Lantern Corps. Oh, yeah. So a guy who's written Green Lantern will be writing Green Lantern, which provides so much hope i got for the future i oh my god that made me so happy when i read that yes all right so let's transition over to the mcu and their tv uh starting with some netflix stuff vincent d'onofrio has finished filming uh season three of daredevil which may be a born again adaptation which should be fun uh by the way i love his take on kingpin Super it's fun. Yeah. Uh, when he pops up in season two, which I was not expecting, that was very delightful. Sp- very sparing. Yeah. Know. But that's, that's, you know, I mean, you did establish he, a lot. And he played his part. Yeah. In the first season. Uh, so Jessica Jones uh, is filming very soon if it hasn't started already. I thought I read it was supposed to start this week. Um, so season three of that is coming quick, y'all. It's going to be fast. Uh, sadly, Rosario Dawson is unsure of her Marvel future. Which, yeah, I don't know what more they could really do with her, though. I mean, she yeah. was basically just there to connect all four shows. And now that they're all connected, she doesn't really have a role anymore. Honestly, I think they did a good job, you know, putting putting her in there and using that character for, for what she was. Coffee? Um, coffee, yeah. <laughs> not, not only, like, connecting the characters, but she almost made it, like, logic, plausible that these people can get the shit beat out of them and... No, no one would like recognize them in a hospital, or they wouldn't go to the hospital, and people would be like, "Oh, this guy. Well, he must be this person because he's yeah. been in this, you know, here so many times." No, like she can just take care of them, like on the side, and yeah. like be kind of off the radar for like a couple of them. So they got like, their like starts. Yeah, I feel like you can have her pop up from time to time, but she doesn't need to be a featured actor. No. Like I again, Luke Cage season two just came out today, so I don't know what role she plays or whatever we'll know soon <laughs> once yeah. start we'll eventually start watching it <laughs> uh defender season two is not in the works right now i didn't think they Jeff were Loeb. working on that uh i don't i don't know if they ever will um i think they're they will be more likely to do a heroes for hire which i think might be a storyline in luke cage season two i'm not sure we'll have to check and, and see uh, we'll let you know yeah uh, Legion is getting renewed for season three. Yeah, we just we kicked that around a little bit before we started recording. Uh, Donald Glover is reportedly set to play the villain or a villain in the Black Panther sequel. Ooh, should be interesting. Yeah, uh, I read that Disney Legal killed an awesome 
uh, Easter egg in Infinity War, which was like, so you see the phone number on Tony's phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you called the phone number, it would be a voicemail for Captain America. That's right. Yeah. And they shut that right. down. And I was like, oh, it would have been so awesome. But yeah, I get it. So uh, go on. What villain do you think Don Glover would play? You know, I really don't know because they've, like, I thought the threat would come from within Wakanda to maybe kind of challenge him again, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. We can, uh, we can kick around some possibilities and put that up on the twistcape.com. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. If you guys have any ideas, please post them. Yeah. We love that. Actually, let's make a poll. Let's come up with a bunch of possibilities and see who you think would be the villain. We'll make a gallery, and then that. we'll make a poll. Yep. There yeah. you go. That's how that's done. Yeah. All right, let's keep there. going. That's how we make our ideas. <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> uh, Marvel Studios, Studios is reportedly recording uh, br- the Broken Lizard team, uh, essentially asking, giving a hand them the Marvel Encyclopedia and said, whatever you want to do. So that's interesting. Um, uh, Homecoming 2 for Spider-Man. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has been cast as Mysterio. Yes. Fuck yes. Which is uh, cool. I was so happy to read that. Uh, and we know Michael Keaton is returning for the sequel. Yep. Uh, the Avengers 4 title is coming soon. And those reshoots are happening this summer, which is normal for, for movies. Yeah. Whatever you know about production, uh, that happens a lot. Uh, so <laughs> Jeremy Renner, thanks, Tag. Uh, filmed <laughs> Avengers Four with broken bones in both of his arms. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's part of why he wasn't in Infinity War. And in in the movie Tag, uh, some some deep information. His arms are CGI. Are you fucking kidding me? No. What? He like I saw a picture. He, he's like his both arms are up in arm casts. Like he, I guess he just fell doing a stunt or something. And and this is early in production. Broke both arms. And for, you know, a movie about tagging people, that's kind of important. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. He missed out on a fucking payday with Infinity War. He's probably furious. But I'm sure he's probably going to have a bigger role in in, in, uh, Avengers 4. Can you imagine this dude? Like, he's in the first Avengers movie. Gets gets pissed because he was, like, kind of cast to the side for most of it. So then then they give him, like, you know, kind of like a good role in, in Ultron. And then when the biggest fucking movie of the MCU comes along, he breaks his fucking arms for a movie He's about a tag it. game. Yep. Yep. Based wow. on a true story. Based on a true story. That's true. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, two more things here. Uh, in the Dark Phoenix movie, Quicksilver officially joins the X-Men. Okay. It's kind of cool. Uh, and speaking of the X-Men, the Storm actress says that she wants a spinoff and quickly followed it with, I don't need no man, essentially. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> to take, help anchor her movie. And I was like, fuck yeah. You know what? Storm's cool enough. She, she have is. her own movie. She is. Give her her own movie. I'll yeah. get that woman a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. It's good. It's good work by you. All right. That's last, not what we do here. Last two quick things. Uh, they're video game related. Uh, The Lego DC Supervillains was announced for October 17th. Uh, Those games are actually surprisingly fun. Uh, And the Avengers Project is reportedly an Ultimate Alliance reboot. Which I love. Sam hates. I love. Bullshit. Screw you, Sam. Sam. It's awesome. 
All right. And that's the news. The news. Super long segment. All right, guys. So we're going to be talking about some comics right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, recently, we have read what, Michael? We've read uh, both No Justice, the event that came basically right after DC's uh, Dark Knight's Metal, and then we've read Go Down Swing, the uh, final big Dan Slot story, uh, which features Norman Osborn f- as the Green Goblin fused with the Carnage symbiote. Carnage. Or sim- symbiote? Symbiote. Sim- yes, symbiote. Symbiote? Yes. Okay. For fuck's sake. Uh, so we're going to hop into No Justice first. So let's talk about the... The art style? The, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about the art style. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go off the rails. Ah, I was... Oh okay, so we're going to post the picture on the site, on all our social. Uh, I think Sam might actually be doing it right this second. Yes. It is... I, I, there's uh, no, I, don't, I don't need it. I don't. There's no way to describe it besides some of the worst art, honestly, for like Wonder Woman. She looks like... What did you say? I just said uh, uh, while we were off... Off podcast, I said that she looks like a mashup uh, between Grundy and Grodd, but a female, and it just looks terrible. It's awful. I I love. I, I remember like sitting here. I literally earlier today I was sitting here reading these comics, and I got to that panel. I was just I literally like recoiled. I'm like, oh, what the hell is this art? And it, it, we were talk. We were just talking before the podcast about, hey, would you guys generally think? And Jesse's like, yeah, there's just one panel with Wonder Woman. And I was like, I know what you're talking about. It's awful. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's not good. It's not good. It's uh, it's Wonder Woman of old country. <laughs> <laughs> Babushka Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's, that's really it. You climb into Invisible Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Me take you for a ride. Now I'm picturing like Wonder Woman as like a female colossus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Colossus might be in trouble there. <laughs> side by side. Jeez. And it's like, so it's not like she looks like that all the time. It's that one it's that panel. One panel. She, Every once in a while, there's a panel that just doesn't look quite right. Yeah. And that's one of them. That And like other ones, she looks like kind of, she's still feminine. And, you know, she's. She looks like Wonder beauty. Woman. Yeah. yeah. And in this one panel, she just looks. So weird, man. It freaks me out. <laughs> All right, so let's back up. Let's, back. Right, let's go back to the actual story of this. So it's basically the story following what happens at the end of Metal, where they break the source wall, and they're dealing with the consequences of that. Um, so you get the Justice League, the Teen Titans, the Titans. Uh, there's some villains mixed in, and they're all working with Brainiac throughout to uh, basically stop these these giant um, celestial beings. Uh, the story is muddy. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, I think, like I said to you guys earlier, there are too many chefs in the kitchen. Uh, as far Way as too many. Writers. Um, like, I mean, individually, these guys have written excellent stories. Um, but all together, I just think they're trying to do a little too much, and it doesn't. It doesn't quite stick the landing, which is which is a true shame. Um, it's yeah. a, it's such an interesting concept to like mix up the formula, put them in different teams that you probably wouldn't have thought of before, but it's just not executed well. Yeah, right. And and it's a shame because we were all so excited for it 
off the jump. Um, you know, I, I know there were some issues with Damien from, uh, oh my from God. even some of the art with Damien. Like, uh, like what the fuck is that face he, you're making? He dude? looks like a, he looks like a chimp. Like your your costume is actually probably my favorite Robin costume because the hood, the League of Assassins uh, hood on the back, and the fact that you walk around with a fucking sword, and it just looks ugly, very bad. And he's just a little shit. I oh hate my him. god! Yeah, I don't hate him. You know what? It's like I kind of love him. I hate him so much. He he was a little shit, and then he also pretty much said the same exact line like every over time he said something. And and to me, that's that's a sign of somebody who doesn't know how to write that character, because I, I read several things that Damien's in, and they give him character and they give him depth. They make him an asshole, but then they soften him at times to show that you know he. He's not always that kid. and <laughs> Show him the reasons why Bruce keeps him around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just like, uh, you just don't know what to do with him. You're just so used to bratty Damien that you just ignore all his character growth. Right. Which is a shame. Uh, by the way, I just posted that picture to Facebook. Oh, good. Good. And Instagram. Uh, do it on Twitter, too. Yeah. Uh, at the Twisted Cape. Uh, for of all course. Yeah. If you're not following those, hop on it. I don't know why we would have a name other than that. That's true. That'd be weird. Um, so that that story, there there were points that were fun, um, especially the tension between uh, Jean Jones, uh, Jean Jones, I'll say it correctly, and Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I really liked their dynamic yeah it was like a mutual respect yeah those few know? little side panels that they had here and there yeah and like should should i tell them like yeah yeah you should you should do that <laughs> uh and i like that their position they like started to position jean in this series as a more central dc yes. universe character and that's carried over actually into the the justice league series that's followed that's after what it this. seemed like after uh, toward the end of the final issue of this so i mean that's a good thing i mean we we do get some good things uh i loved starro starro was <laughs> such an asshole he was such a dick like constantly uh you know eventually sacrifices himself uh which was kind of funny uh but you know he, he would just say things that you would think as you're reading the comic and he would just plop it out it was uh it was great uh you guys have anything else on on no justice anything stuck out to you other than the art no yeah, yeah it was it was a thing. pretty wasted opportunity it was a me. pretty forgettable story um it started out really strong it did but um and honestly like i felt like the two middle issues were almost the same thing yeah they were yeah and honestly i don't know what it was about it but like it just wasn't that in gauging of a story like i i didn't really quite understand what they were trying to do a lot of the time yep i'm like so the, the there's trees involved like wh- what <laughs> and like there's a whole thing with green arrow that i kind of wish hadn't been done separately in the green arrow annual i wish it had been included in the actual story like because like we said that those those middle two issues are just meh Mm-hmm. So I would have loved to have seen that dynamic between Ollie and Amanda Waller. Yeah, oh, every time I, every time Waller is involved, I just get so angry. She's such a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I love her. That's why I love her because she's. I'm just seeing a theme here. Be, well, she's a dick to characters that you probably like. She's a dick to Batman. 
which well, Batman's a dick too. So, I mean. but but she outdicks Batman. So when that <laughs> happens, it's like okay, mad respect. That's hard to do. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So so let's transition to Spider Man, character that's very near and dear to my heart, and yours. Yeah. And yours. Uh, I think he's great. So he's uh, amazing. Yeah, I think he's spectacular. I can do this all day. Superior. Uh, I think he's sensational. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably just come up with any sort of like, adjective <laughs> like that and be fine, but close. Uh, so this orgasmic. I don't think oh, that's a book title. Please. What? No, it's not a book title. Not even like a Mary movie. Jane led one. Like, like a movie. No. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've seen that film. <laughs> Are you Maybe sure? I, send me the link later. No, I, I'll think about it. It's part of the Ass Avengers. Uh, <laughs> Ass Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> uh, we're mature. Uh, all right. So we read uh, Go Down Swing, which was Dan Slott's final Spider-Man story. Uh, and it really pits uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, against Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin slash Red Goblin slash Carnage symbiote host. Symbiote. Sim- Sim- okay. Sim- All right. So, can we just please go symbiote? back to symbiote? Symbiote. Symbiote. So they actually make an excellent joke in one of those issues about that. I think it's in issue 800 uh, where J. Jonah Jameson calls Eddie Brock. I was like, yeah, yes, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'd like to speak to Mr. Sim. Mr. Sim. What's your name? What's his last name? Beote? Yeah. And they like, spell out B-E-E. So it's like a little dig at, at Sony in that trailer. Yep. So it was awesome. I laughed out loud when yeah. I read that. But, I mean, he's always been good at writing jokes uh, for Spider-Man. So uh, that, that's good. Um, so a couple of things about the story. First of all, it seemed really rushed to me it was man it and the thing is they they have like two of the most like murderous like morally depraved characters to work with and that's what they did like come on they did fucking nothing yeah it was it was basically like so the 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 three issues leading up to uh issue number 800 uh, what was it, 97, 98, 99, yeah. That's how numbers so, work. Yep. I was thinking about 96 because we were talking about that earlier, and I got a little messed up. So uh, the three issues leading up to that were basically set up for 800, but like I almost wish it was like an issue or two less. Yep. That's. I mean, that's pretty much the substance that it held. Like, yeah, because if – if it had been done like a lot of other other of uh, Dan Slott's stories, it would have been spursed out through like a year. It would have been interesting and fun. And by the time it got here, you would have been just chomping at the bit for it. And by the time issue 800 got here, I was like, man, I know it's an oversized issue. It's like a quadruple-sized issue. It was. Uh, I was like, oh, there's a lot of ground you have to cover now. And that's... That's not exactly what I would consider fun. Speaking of covers, 800, I want that as a poster. Huge so, yeah, they had like poster. a they had like a dozen covers for issue 800 and the one I got the Mobius cover is it's so cool cuz it's moody and it's like Spider-Man like half in shadow. Um I, we should probably post that one too. I'll find a good high-res image and yeah. put that up. Um but it was it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Um, 
I mean, in this story, they do a lot with a lot of Spidey's supporting cast because a lot of them are directly in danger. Um, they they rope in Venom and Anti-Venom, J. Jonah Jameson, um, uh, Harry, Osborne, Liz Allen. Like, they go back to basics with, like, some of his relationships. Um, and they actually, spoiler alert here, they kill off Flash Thompson, a.k.a. Anti-Venom. Oh, that was hard. Uh, it was. It was tough. Um, his you know, we know Flash was the bully uh, from back in the day. And he's had such an awesome evolution as a character over these, what is it, 50 years almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's been so cool to, to see that progress. And uh, losing a character like that who's who's been a military person, who's been uh, uh, a, a victim of war, he loses his legs, yep. you know, uh, a host for the Venom symbiote and now a host for the anti-Venom, I guess it's not really a symbiote, but whatever. Substance. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's just super cool and um, it's a sign of good writing that they were invested in this character and, and to get the ability to kill him off had to be kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, because it, it will affect Peter moving forward. So I sure. Think that's big. Um, what do you guys think about the art? It's not uh, as bad as Wonder Woman. No, no not as bad you know as Babushka Wonder Woman. I was really, really <laughs> disappointed with... Did you um, hashtag that Babushka Wonder Woman, by the way? No, I didn't. Damn it. R- pull it down and put it back up. Hashtag uh, Babushka Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, I should do that. Uh, do it. So, I was really disappointed. Um, I forget I forget which issue it was. I feel like it was $7.99 when he... When he puts um, when he gets a symbiote from from Brock, yeah, and that that issue, man, I was really expecting like some nice detailed artwork, but the way they drew him, it's like the eyes are coming off the head. I did notice and, like, that. It's I'm very like, why are the eyes off the suit? It's very geometric, and, yeah, and I do not like that art style whatsoever. Yeah, I, I prefer the the detail on Venom. I think that that sells that character so. Um, that's pretty important to me. Uh, so overall, I think I thought it was a decent story, but there were some missed opportunities. It Again, was a rushed story. Is yeah, what it was. that's that's it. Like they had so much opportunity to do some really fucked up things, and they didn't do it. Both both stories uh, from from this run were a little tough, a little tough. But you know, it sets up uh, it sets up the fresh start run for Spider Man, and the, so far the New Justice League is chugging along. Just fine, and we'll probably hop into an arc or two here or there um, later on. Uh, so, I th- uh, unless you guys have anything else, I think that's that's good for those yeah. stories right now. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about the comics. Rushed both of them. Now we're going to move into I'm Not Buying It with Jesse Ramirez. All right. So, within the last since our last podcast... I've caught up with season four of Flash. And there's one episode, episode 17, that's titled Enter Flash Time. Fantastic episode, by the way. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. That is pretty cool. Great one. Yep. Um, So in the episode, a nuclear bomb goes off in Central City. And Flash enters what's dubbed Flash Time, which is his, like, super speed time where he can perceive time in instant. So one of his great ideas was to bring Cisco into Flash Time to create a breach to get this nuclear bomb away from the city. And what they discover is that 
what a breach is essentially is a folding of space time. So you're basically creating a wormhole and that's how he's able to teleport things around. But because he's moving so fast in flash time, time doesn't have space time doesn't have enough time to actually fold in on itself. So that's what we discover. It doesn't work. Skip ahead five episodes. <laughs> DeVoe is breaking into the Argus facility and he takes hostages, suspends them above electroshock plates. And the Flash team's like, oh, how are we going to save these people? I know. We'll bring Cisco and Caitlin into Flash time, and they'll just make breaches to save these people by just teleporting them away. And it fucking works. <laughs> like, oh, do you not have any continuity? <laughs> but but how, how did they possibly pull that off? I don't know. How would they? Practice makes perfect, apparently. That's not how physics works. <laughs> really? Because I thought if you no. try, I thought if you keep trying and trying and trying, no. you can bend uh, reality. To you cannot you break the laws of physics like that. <laughs> oh. If if at one point in time, space time doesn't have enough time to fold in on itself, seven episodes later, it won't still have enough time to fold in on itself. <laughs> it's not how physics works. <laughs> Uh, okay. It's good time. Yeah. It's good time. Okay. Thanks, Jesse, for I'm not buying it. Now, last Stupid thing. Stupid physics. Stupid physics. So, <laughs> last thing on the agenda. Uh, that's how you pronounce it, right? No, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Great. Gonna keep rolling with it. Run with that. Use so, it in your professional life all the time. On the agenda. Uh, last thing. Probably the best thing. My favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we we didn't get to live through E3 together. No. We're going to live through that shit right now. Oh, yep. my God. They dropped a new Spider-Man trailer. Gameplay. Gameplay oh, looks like it's in-engine. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, there were points where I couldn't tell what was cinematic versus what was gameplay, yeah. which is the best thing that could happen. Now, I don't know if that's just the specific player who knows how to work the camera angles to, like, what's happening. Which could be very possible. Well, to be know. fair, it's usually pre-rendered. Yeah. So yeah. it's pre-rendered cinematic gameplay hybrid sort of thing. Right. So either way, it looks fantastic. Um, the the like just the basic moves and like the fluid motions, like how you can go from like person to person. It to looks off the wall to yeah. yeah. It looks amazing. So I did catch up with a little bit of information after E3 was kind of winding down. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of concern, I know especially by me, about quick time events in this game. Oh, yeah. We all had that concern. Um, I don't think I know anybody who doesn't. So the big report on that is there basically is none aside from cinematic pieces. Which makes sense. So the gameplay itself is actual user input. The... The quick time in cinematics is basically there to keep you engaged. Yeah, so that one I can understand. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine. Same. Um, another big aspect that a lot of people had a concern with was the actual web swinging throughout the city. Yeah. Um, so for a lot of people, the Spider-Man 2 movie tie-in game was like the pinnacle of web oh. swinging in the Spider-Man oh game. Oh, my God. Yes, Same. it was. My balloon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I don't the care stupid, about your balloon. Stupid balloons. I'm still Tie that shit to your arm. Man, I don't think that was the best. I think Web of Shadows is better. You Web of Shadows was good, but I don't know, man. Like I felt like enamored with Spider-Man 2's, like because it was like a full city at all points in time. Web of Shadows was good, but like, I just don't think it was. Uh, that's like my favorite absolute. one. It's a good game to bring it back 
Yeah. So Spider-Man 2. Um, so from what I've heard from people who've actually played the game, this web swing is on par, if not better, than Spider-Man oh, 2. Oh, man. That's high praise. Yes. So. So in case you don't know, this mo- it's only coming out on PlayStation 4. Yep. Which sucks balls. So fucking but, lame. <laughs> screw you too. But. So fucking lame. Uh, I I mean, it's it's Spider-Man's rights are basically owned by Sony. I know. Part, so, you know, you do what you gotta do. But. You know, up until that second, I didn't even realize why. Are you serious? Of, it just never clicked. Yes. Yeah, because you don't have to worry about <laughs> nope. it. Also, he's the logical one, and he missed that. That's so right. That I just never thought about that, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of heard that it was a PS4 exclusive, and it just kind of rolled with it. I didn't think about it. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, yeah, so it should be fun. Uh, I love that they've incorporated the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. uh, especially since one of them is Mr. Negative. Yes, which uh, is not normally a... Because he's, not a, he's yeah. not a Sinister Six member, which makes it really cool. Uh, I love Electro's redesign. That his like his face burns as opposed to that giant, right? Like Elect- uh, really ornate mask, lightning mask. Yeah, I mean, that's a silly, silly costume, but I yeah. love it. Um, I like the voice for Spider-Man. Uh, pretty much for any Spider-Man game, the voice has been like cringeworthy. Like every single Spider-Man game, it's cringeworthy. And to me, that I was just like waiting with bated breath to, to like hear what he sounded like, and it's for for me, it's going to make the game that much better. And just that trailer that dropped at E3, so many quips in it. Yep. Just, just how Spider-Man should be. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how the rest of this game goes. Scorpion, can you hold on? It was actually a personal call. It was a business call. There, uh, a business call. <laughs> and, he, and the jokes. I mean, he just. Can you like, all just please Spider-Man get back onto your cells, please? <laughs> no? So, okay. Here's what's interesting, maybe interesting for you guys. So, uh, something I didn't cover in the news, uh, Marvel announced a Spider-Geddon comic book event happening later in the year. Yep. That okay. costume, heard of it, yeah. that costume becomes canon this fall. It shows up in comics. Yeah, and that's, I, I love how that costume that they designed for a game is so good and people have received it. Like so well that they're making it part of the. So you guys really like, like it. I, I love I do the not. costume. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. I, but I mean, Spider Man. I like. It's like. Well, it tell, tell it's like your tell least favorite. Why, like we know why you don't like it. Why? It's, it's like your least favorite flavor of ice cream. It's still ice cream. You still like ice cream, but. Yeah, no, nah, dude. I wouldn't touch strawberry ice cream with a fucking. Just, oh, touch you're crazy. Chocolate. No. Yeah. Well, uh, it was like a Neapolitan ice cream. I had Eddie chocolate. Anyway, why don't you like the suit? I like the suit. <laughs> I like the suit because it reminds me of the um, Amazing Spider-Man movies suits. That giant spider design just never sat well with me. See, what's going to be nice about this game, though, is that it has dozens of suits you can choose from. Yeah. yeah. So you can literally choose to either play with the classic suit. You can do the Iron Spider suit that was in uh, Infinity War. No, you can do the Spider-Punk suit. There's like so many different options here. Yeah. They need to have... Peter Porker as an option. Oh my god! Oh, I would a Spider Ham. That'd be so great. Uh, no, what they really need to do is put it on Xbox. <laughs> uh, very true. <laughs> so they should do that first. I, so what someone needs to do is come I, up with a, a port or like an emulator for this game on Xbox. I almost feel like like they're missing the opportunity 
to make more money, <laughs> which feels it's, ridiculous. It's seriously they they are like why you know? why wouldn't you? Well, I think that I think what they're banking on is is almost like um what Xbox does for Halo. It's like people will buy an Xbox just to play Halo, and but yeah. the other thing with Halo is you have the online factor. You don't have an online factor with Spider Man. It's just Spider Man, you know. But I think they're banking on people buying a console to play Spider-Man. Which might be ha- happening on my behalf. Uh, <laughs> well, and me too. <laughs> <That's> silly. <laughs> but I'm going to trade it in after I'm finished. So. Yeah, that's true. It's not, it's not a bad idea. Uh, I just thought it looked it looks fantastic. I like the costume designs of all the main villains. Um, I'm not sure who that final villain is that he sees. We've got some speculation, but yeah. we won't know until the final game. Yeah, Who did you say you thought it was? You thought it was... I'm still thinking it's going to be Goblin Osborne. Green Goblin? Yeah. Green Goblin. Uh, it could be Hobgoblin. Uh, could be Dr. Octopus. There's a sound effect that happens toward the end that makes me think it's... I did initially think it was going to be Auk, but because of just his reaction, it seemed like someone that he really intimately knew. Exactly. And that seems more like Osborne. We'll see. I want a Morlin game. Oh my god, that would be awesome. He would Morlin's be such a great villain. He would be like on the run the entire game. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did love everything involving Morlin because he's so he's so much more powerful than Spider Man. It's like I that that is one villain that like legitimately scares me. Like, yeah. Like you know, like you're done. Yeah. You're done. It's pretty much over, and he can always find you. Yeah. I'll find you, Peter Parker. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, we'll definitely make sure to keep you guys up to date with this as it comes closer to release date on September 7th. Yes. Uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get pro- gameplay video up and we'll... Twitch. And- we'll, we'll do the whole works for it. Yes. And, and uh, my birthday is September 27th, so actually we're going to be starting a GoFundMe for this uh, PlayStation. <laughs> and, uh, you know... Yes, just- you please. You wish. <laughs> you please. Jesus Christ. Actually, I, I, hate, I hate it when people do that, actually. So anyway, um, any other thoughts on Speeder Moon? No, Spoderman. Spoderman. Uh, just I just want it on. on I just Xbox. want it now. Yeah, I want it. I want it right now. Right meow. Right about. I now. want to be playing it right now. Yeah, sure. Right meow. Did you say yeah, sure? I said yes, yes, sir. Y- yeah, sure, sir. I want an Xbox right now. Right meow. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. I, I think I'm done. Yeah. All uh, right. Well, uh, next time we'll be doing Ant-Man Wasp. Yeah. Next is time we'll be together. 100% correct. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Get your tickets now. They are available, uh, which was weird that they just came out like a day ago because yeah. it's less than a month away. Anyway, get your tickets. See it. It's going to be great. Um, Check out our reviews of Arrow Season 6 and, six and Flash, Flash Season, season four. 4. Yep. Which should be up by this point. Yep, I think so. By the time you hear this. And be sure to check out our Facebook page, our Twitter. And we're going to have Instagram up and running after this podcast. All at the Twisted Cape. So be sure to check out um, Wonder Woman. Hashtag Babushka Wonder Woman. Babushka Wonder Woman. Hashtag Wonder Woman of all country. Um, So yeah. She All right. you potato. <laughs> uh, everybody, thank you for listening. As always, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Stay twisted, everybody. Eat boiled potato.
Vamos, que é o ódio, vamos lá. 